right. It's the beginning of uh, episode two of the Chet and Devin podcast. Huzzah. Uh, nice. This is Chet and you are. Some guy named Devin, I don't know. The Devin. The one and yeah. No. Well, thank you for joining me. Of course. Sorry about that noise. All right. And uh, no, how was your week, Devin? Are you doing okay? Uh, coronavirus times. Yeah, I mean, I guess as good as you can be at this time, just, uh, you know, um, still doing the DoorDash thing and uh, working on my resume again, because, yeah, I have to get a long-term solution going soon, so at least some of the stores are starting to open again, it seems like, restaurants and uh, yeah, some other stores and things like that. Hours are returning to normal, so hopefully, yeah. yeah. In some ways, it's it's nice for things to be come back normal. It's also just worrisome with how many unknowns there are. I guess mm. in, in the time, you know. But yeah, yeah. It's in one sense I, I like seeing the likelihood. It's nice feeling that normal, you know, that normalcy again, but. Just, yeah, so many unknowns. Mine's week's kind of the same way. We're very busy, uh, very constant with uh, children and working from home, but yeah. super boring. Uh, sure. Always, always exciting, even when I don't want it to be. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I'm pretty good at making the most of it and, uh, yeah, making fun of it. Well, uh, yeah, still tr- still finding time to do this recording, so that's something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it's uh, <laughs> and I'm I mean I, I feel like I do, a pretty good job at being at least a a, a fun parent of for you know engaging my kids, not just letting them watch movies all day, but <laughs> if I if I have video games on for them, I kind of interact with them while they're playing, and luckily my job allows me to do that. But uh, anyway. Nice. Uh, not <laughs> trying yeah. to talk myself yeah. up. Just no, it's, it's gotta give awesome. some credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely you take all the wins, <laughs> victories. Yeah, and uh, so we talked about in the background uh, researching, or not necessarily researching, but finding any new story or anything kind of interesting. What I had found uh, something that I had heard about that was shocking. Uh, but also not surprising was AMC. I feel like the popular, you know, huge American movie theater uh, franchise. They they sort of made the first move in what I feel is is a giant war, or that maybe they didn't even make the they kind of made the first move. Uh, but they they de- AMC declared or banned playing all Universal movies across any of their theaters because Universal posted numbers that Trolls 2 uh, had better box office results, just produced more money, made more money, uh, just selling digitally, uh, just straight VOD, you know, rentable through all the, the online sources, but, you know, ignoring the theaters. Trolls 2 did better than Trolls 1, which had a theatrical release. So it, this shows that this shows a lot of the studios like Disney, uh, Warner Brothers, ever all of them, 
that they can make more money by just cutting the fears out of the chains and just going for the sort of Amazon convenience factor of things and just giving the movie straight to the people and you just have to pay Disney directly to rent it. And so this scares, you know, this is a threatens the business of any of the movie theater chains and AMC being the biggest they're you know their first move is to ban all universal movies which um i don't really think helps their case it just like i i understand they feel threatened and i i i kind of feel like i'm on their side i want the theaters to stay in existence but yeah. but if you don't show universal movies i mean that's all that's like all the jurassic world movies that's all the, the there's so many movies that you can't show any of the trolls movies that you know that did well right yeah yeah i mean kids movies are like probably a big revenue stream so i imagine yeah. it's you know guaranteed kids will want to see this or parents will want you know something to do the kids will like and distracted yeah. you know or get out of the house and and I know AMC offers like summer movie. I mean, obviously not for this summer, but they they've had summer like movie passes for like parents and kids where you can see these scheduled movies at like every Wednesday or something. I've done stuff like that with my kids, uh, but just for other theater chains. But I I know AMC at least has offered that. And so uh, any uh, it just they're not showing Universal movies. It, it, I don't really feel like that move helps them as a business to, you know, make their point. I feel like what they need to do is instead the movie theaters need to step up their game and sort of compete, you know, having Trolls 2 and all these movies available on Prime and Disney Plus is just so convenient. And I feel like movie theaters need to up their, you know, if people have to go to their, uh, you know, to a movie theater, they can't be paying $10 for popcorn. You know, they got to drop the popcorn prices. They got to do something to make you want to go there. Um, right. Cause it's already sort of like an inconvenient experience. And then the popcorn's $10 and the drinks are, you know, $8. And then <laughs> yeah. there's kids, you know, screaming, and, you know what I mean? There's, uh, there's the kids aren't even the problem. It's the, the other people. Anyway, the, the, right. the point was, I don't think, uh, AMC banning universal movies is the smartest move, but we'll see what will happen because I have a feeling that more studios are going to make their movies only available, but you know, like through their platforms have no theatrical releases and just, they will see more profits that way. And hopefully this doesn't kill out movie theaters. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I don't know. I, they might rethink their stance on it. Maybe they kind of reacted, you know, quickly and just had the thought they had to do like a PR move that yeah. they thought, uh, you know, they had to respond quickly or before. Just it shows. Was, yeah, before the story broke further or anything like that. But yeah, they might either. I'm sure they're in discussions with them, um, possibly like about the whole situation and if there could be anything worked out or I don't yeah. know if, yeah, because it's like that would be a pretty big deal if they, uh, you know, kept their stance and for, held firm on that one. 
Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, yeah, right now the digital thing there, other movies have been doing, but it's just like a, they weren't, yeah, spreading like stories or numbers that were false, you were saying, right? Or they were just like exaggerated. Or... Yeah, it was just, it was just the box office numbers. And it's really hard because the, you know, the numbers don't lie. And so that, that data is really powerful for, uh, it just shows, you know, especially corporations like Disney, it just gives them a lot of power. It, it sort of proves that even, you know, a, a movie that sort of nobody cares about in a way, you know, trolls too. And I don't, I'm not trying to bash on the movie. I just mean, it's not anything like, um, uh, w- one of these new big Disney movies. It's just sort of, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, okay, you know, another troll. Who, no one was really banging on right. the door for another trolls, for trolls too. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like another kid. like Star Star Wars movie or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, if actually. trolls too can make, you know, do noticeably well, that better, you know, by ignoring the theater. It, it, I mean, it just, I don't know. It's it's kind of it just. It really makes for a lot of concerning things. It feels like, you know, movie theater is very threatened and makes me feel like Disney will open up their exclusive Disney theaters to show their exclusive, you know, to their movies. It just, Hmm. I feel like, (laughs) I mean, I'm thinking like super far down, but I just feel like that's the direction where Disney would take it. But um, yeah, but I wonder, uh, like if a movie like Trolls 2, like if it, did better because it was like just a digital only movie in a way like I don't know if like a movie like that would have still hit even close to those numbers in theaters I don't think so yeah yeah like so I don't know maybe certain movies would benefit you know it's like if that was a theatrical run only if parents were like yeah I don't know I'd rather go to this other movie or something we'll just wait for red box or something but since that one's like yeah like a easy thing it's it's kind of like that just like a amazon people prime rental or something yeah yeah i'm glad you said that was what i was trying to sort of articulate but but no you hit you hit on the head better uh where for for those movies those almost throwaway movies where their parents like i don't want to go to the theater for this they can just pay you know the the 10 20 bucks and play it for their their kids on a saturday and never leave the home you know and and that but only for those specific movies i guess where where the theater would bring in almost like you know a giant concert where uh you know any any where Ariana Grande, you know, a huge famous person, we're, we're bringing tons of people. Would you need a, a theater movie like that? Something. And so, right. uh, and I just have a feeling where Disney, it, it's not out of their, <laughs> it's not out of their operation of having their own, you know, exclusive like movie theaters. And who knows, they may go in that chain. But that, I mean, that wasn't the point. The point was, uh, you know, AMC made this move. Uh, I feel mm. like they'll have to go to discussion with it. Um, yeah, I don't feel like they can hold tight to. I don't feel like they can show true. realistically not show any Universal movies and do and do well. Right? Yeah, that's true. Since it's, it's like there's probably more Universal movies that I'm 
not thinking of, but I know it's like one of the big ones. Yeah, that are left. They're signs. Yeah, Disney. Or, I think they're the second um, biggest studio to to Disney, but I might. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm probably wrong on that. There's not too much left, right? Like Paramount is one still or not? I, mean, I don't even know. Bought each other out anymore because there's so many. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of them. There's so much that happens in the background where they're, you know, they're right. sold or bought from each other. And, uh, I don't know if New Line is still. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. Then there's the. I mean, A24, if they're their own thing, right? Yeah, they're their own thing. Yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. someone else bought them up by at this point, which I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they sold it off, but, but it would, that would suck. That would really suck. Yeah. Yeah. That would kind of lose some of the, like, its charm and. I don't know if the like corporate big wigs got in and tried to regulate some of that stuff or something. I don't know. Yeah. Could just do something like change it or something. I feel. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Sure, sure. Did, did <laughs> you? Uh, no, I know. I, I see. Uh, did you happen to find any uh, news or anything that you had? Uh, I mean, most of the stuff I've been into lately is like video game news, things like that. Just like, um, you know, the, I guess like the new consoles are still supposed to be planned to come out uh, at the end of the year. You know, the mm-hmm. uh, next Xbox and PlayStation 5, but it's still been this long and there hasn't been like release dates set or anything yeah that's gonna be so weird yeah you can't rush right. to the store you can't like i mean not in the same way i mean it's gonna be control like it's just gonna be so weird how they're gonna have to distribute this new because pretty much anytime they, they have these releases don't the products like fly off the shelves and they're pretty empty you know a lot of the time there's big lines for yeah right yeah pretty much it uh every new release it sells out like completely um mm-hmm. and it's with the COVID 19 just like you know the factory issues that happened uh yeah a few months ago may have delayed some of the production and or you know, a lot of the workers weren't even showing up and things like yeah. that. So, but I mean, I, yeah, they aren't telling us otherwise yet. So it's, uh, I mean, in, in E3 was canceled. So yeah, there's among, among like everything concerts and yeah, everything like that. Besides the ones that are like the digital things, you know, like, <laughs> I guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. If, if they're even doing that, I don't know. But, I've seen, I really haven't watched any clips, but I have seen on YouTube, uh, NPR, the tiny desk concerts, but they've done, they've done some like, like home desk concerts, something like that. And I just have seen, one is, one was like Gabrielle, our Gabriella, the, these like two Spanish guitars, it's like a husband and wife guitar team that I, I know has been around for a little while and, uh, they had a a show. And so that's kind of cool. I, I mean, yeah, I, I've seen a couple on uh, Instagram Live, so a couple like of 
a band called Wilco. Well, he's the main, like, uh, kind of the front man of it, Jeff Tweedy. But, yeah, he was just at his house and I guess, like, more of, like, probably a mansion or something. But, yeah, his, his house and his wife and kids, and they just did, like, a family concert or something because they all, like, play instruments. Yeah. It's like a drum set in the living room, so, you know, <laughs> things like that. Like acoustic guitar. Yeah, I mean, it It was pretty awesome just to see, like, up close and personal, so. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I like that, to, you know, I mean, the situations around all this isn't uh, nice that, you know, obviously, but it's just, I do, I'm kind of obnoxiously optimistic sometimes, and I just always like to see what people can make out of things. And I kind of like all this connectivity through technology, which has just been some of the reasons why I like, always have liked technology so much. I've always liked online games from when I was very young, like 10 or uh, somewhere around there, 10 to 12, and it just get, you know, this online connectivity is really cool. Uh, we can get online concerts, and it's all not the same, but it's, True. it's you know, it's a way to connect, the, you know, like artificially connect. It's just, it's cool that we can even do that, so we're not just stuck in these fallout barricades. <laughs> You know. Yeah, yeah, and solitary confinement and uh, yeah, silence and right. I did see a, a funny meme posted uh, online. I think from one of my family members uh, or from someone. It was it was really funny, but it 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 was a lady saying that she can't take the Fallout game seriously anymore because she knows Americans wouldn't stay in their bunkers, like wouldn't stay in the bunkers because they just kept leaving the house anyway. And so uh, that, uh, that kind of made me laugh. Yeah, it, it, I mean, that it's... was kind of felt realistic where it's like, yeah, I mean, people, they're just going to break out of the vault right away. What, you know, what you do in the first level of Fallout, like that would have happened a long time ago. Right, yeah. They would just venture out and like raid all the stores and everything. But, well, I guess they kind of did. Yeah, but they wouldn't. They'd be like armed and stuff. But there is, yeah. a... and a demon or not demons, um, like those weird mutants or whatever. In oh Fallout yeah, mutants. Or, no, I don't. I don't yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. But that's no cool, cool. Well, uh, just to move on here, we watched a movie, and that movie is called. The Lighthouse from the year 2019. And uh, that is, it's a psychological horror uh, drama, according to Wikipedia, uh, directed by Robert Eggers, uh, who also directed The Witch, uh, another very good movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I rewatched that one too, uh, like a month ago. So, oh, I uh, I want to ask about that, but we'll we'll stick with, with. Oh, oh yeah, but we uh we had seen the lighthouse at the Alamo Draft House, right? Was that the one, or was that the the Pollock? I can't. I think we watched uh, 
<laughs> or somewhere. We watched <laughs> that Tarantino movie, Hollywood. Uh, oh, yeah. Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood at, at Draft House. Oh, and, okay. and uh, right. I think we watched, but we did watch The Lighthouse, I believe. It just, okay. yeah, somewhere. Uh, oh, but yeah. okay. may have, it may have been at Pollock. We may have just gone to Pollock, actually, and uh, which is a, a budget movie theater around our area. It's very awesome. But uh, yeah, The Lighthouse. We saw that in theaters once. I actually rewatched it uh, in theaters again, too, with uh, another friend. So I had seen it oh, twice nice. before it left theaters. And so this is my third time watching it, and uh, yes, it's a exciting movie. Uh, so yeah, I guess some things that I mean I can just kind of start with some things that I think are good to make note of for anyone about this movie. I thought this movie kind of reminded me of The Shining or Shutter Island, where it's oh yeah, I love Shutter. Island. Yeah, I really like. Both of those two, I, I love both those two. Both, yeah, yeah. Both. I mean, sorry, I know you. <laughs> Shutter Island yeah. is kind of the Shining's an easy go-to. Everyone loves the Shining, but the Shutter Island, right? That's kind of a more controversial, underrated to me. Yeah, for me, it's underrated. <laughs> a lot of people I talk with don't like it. Uh, for yeah, I feel like picky reasons, but none of it has to do with the storytelling, which is what I really liked of it, um, and a lot of the acting, where uh, just how the information's revealed and and. Uh, very, very thrilling. A little, little, uh, both of them involve the characters sort of questioning reality, a puzzling reality. All the movies are sort mm, of engaging right. where the character, you're watching the character like piece together a puzzle away. By the way, we're trying to keep this no spoilers for anyone, so we won't be saying oh, any right. details. Uh, yeah, just to Since clarify, the... no, de- no spoilers, no details. We're just trying to. <laughs> yeah see if we think the movie is good and worth recommending uh and some of these yeah it's on what, prime prime video now so yes easy access free on prime <laughs> rentable through i think i think pretty much every source out there now i not disney plus but you know uh mm. probably like voodoo you can probably rent it there oh, but yeah. it is free on prime so if you have you have amazon prime uh which we're not endorsed by them but i mean <laughs> who doesn't have Prime? It's I, not, true. <laughs> lots of people have Prime, but uh, some people don't, and it, you get mm. lots of good stuff, including great movies like The Lighthouse. So, yeah, uh, Lighthouse. Some things to make note of: it's black and white. Some people that might it might turn them off, but this I think is kind of exceptional. It's really well done. Most things, it's not black and white like you would normally. It's like grays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, very gray. It's and the lighting's like something else too. Yeah, yeah lighting. Cinematography. Uh, it has a small aspect ratio, which some people that right. kind of weird, you know, makes them uncomfortable. That's the boxes around. The movie yeah, the four by three. Know what that is. Yeah, it's a. The movie looks like a almost a perfect square, which gives a. It's a claustrophobic. Yeah. Claustrophobic sort of. They're trapped in a small lighthouse, like on this on this island. Not trapped, but uh, that's yeah. all. Feels like it. Yeah, it can feel like it sometimes. Uh, and it's a uh, they're they're on the island. They're a small lighthouse, so it's just uh, yeah claustrophobic. It really helps with the mood. Um, and 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 another thing, uh, <laughs> some people have also mentioned it's hard to understand the words and the talking in this. Uh, <sighs> and I agree. I I I 
the first time and the second viewing, I couldn't make out everything, but you can, I feel like you can understand if you're paying attention, you can understand the sentiment that the characters are saying, like the right, message, the tone. And it's everything. hard to yeah. catch the words because they're speaking almost pirate sometimes. Uh, yeah. Especially Willem Dafoe, which is like a character actor. Oh my God. Like through, through and through. Oh my God. So, yeah. Like uh, in all it's a lot of his roles. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. He's, just seems like he has fun with everything, you know, from the Green Goblin to this. Yeah, he's almost like a Nicolas Cage in a way where he's so he's so committed to his roles where he's like kind of over the top, but he's right. he's just not as I I don't know. In Green Goblin, you can say he kind of crosses into campiness and and you know, but that really fit but the it, comic. Yeah, it made it more fun. Honestly, yeah, that's like one of the best parts about probably. Yeah, he, yeah, Spider-Man. yeah. I, I loved it. He was always great villain. <laughs> uh, and this, yeah, he goes full Captain Ahab. He's like a, a pirate, and he's just he looks. I don't. He he looks crazy. It's it's so it, it's. I mean, you can recognize it's him, but it's almost he's almost unrecognizable just because of how he talks in a way. Right. I mean, and then not to mention his scripted farting and oh his goodness. first his first line of dialogue is yeah one of those I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah the movie is surprisingly a comedy too uh there's lots of funny parts in it um it's it's kind of awkward humor too it's a very strange movie it's a very unique movie so it is kind of artsy but i don't think i also don't think it's somewhere it's not artsy where it's divisive like we'll say bird you know birdman uh, I'm trying to think oh, yeah. of another Forgot about that movie. That's a movie I love, but a lot of people who watched it, who uh, I, I don't know, we'll yeah. just describe as average film goers, will say, "Yeah, it was weird," and they couldn't really get into it. But the lighthouse, <laughs> I feel like pretty a lot of people have uh, can pull something away from the movie, can enjoy it. Right? Yeah, I mean, and and it's it's like the you're on the edge of your seat most of the movie, and it's like what's what's actually happening here? Like, you know. Is he imagining these things, you know, these visions he has or nightmares or are they some other illusions? So it's like you just, it's like, you know, as much as he does, but maybe not even. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. Yes. I, and and I, I love, I love that too, that the movie really understands per, you know, perspective where a lot of the times you can kind of feel like a, uh, you know, an omniscient viewer, but you, you're you're not like you understand just as much as, as he does. He he follow you follow the main characters, Robert Pattinson, who's also really good in the movie, rising from you know the the ground from Twilight. Not I've never yeah. seen those movies, so I can't even really honestly bash on on them. But I mean, I don't think I can kind of assume they're not very amazing. But either way, he's climbed he's climbed to new places now, like Good Time. All right. Yeah, that oh so God. especially where he's at yeah. all time high. And <laughs> Willem Dafoe is this is this his best role or if not if not his best, it's hard to pick because he has so many, so many. Yeah, yeah. even even like Boondock scenes. Boondock scenes. Um, yeah, exactly. there's another one. I'm and Pl- Platoon, one of his earlier ones. I never, I've still never seen Platoon. Yeah, I should. I want to. I've. It's been on my list. Uh, I just have trouble 
charging into into war movies, but yeah, Platoon. I oh, know yeah. <laughs> I know is good, and so I should like it. I also need a another one is um, Full Metal Jacket as well. Oh but, yeah, but the Lighthouse. Uh, yeah, this what a what a beast of a movie, and it's not it's not very long either, which is is nice. Right. Uh, it's also another thing I really liked about it. Lots of rewatchability because the second time I watched it, I mean, I picked up on on many more things, but I still, you still can't have a complete, you know, complete view of the puzzle. And then even watching it the third time, I I noticed even more things that I missed. And it, it's not that I see the whole movie in a whole different light, but it, you really can interpret different things in different in different ways. And so the movie has a lot of rewatch rewatch value. Yeah. Uh, which I really like. It's I just it's so much better than a movie that you can just put in one time and then and it's know, like I'm good. done. Yeah, I think I've had my yeah. Yeah, this one it's it's almost like designed to be rewatched, it seems like. Or like yeah. the directors or director know like they know that uh it can be interpreted like many ways and it's like mm-hmm you have to go back to the beginning and try to piece it together or, you know, make your interpretation. It might not be be an answer to it exactly. So there's other, um, another, another movie that this sort of reminds me of too, uh, is, is, uh, Synecdoche, New York. Uh, another, you know, kind of challenging movie to comprehend, but this movie doesn't, not that I'm also trying to bash on Synecdoche in New York, but this movie feels less um, chorish, less like, <laughs> less like of a, oh god, like a like a s- struggle. Like Synecdoche in New York almost feels hopeless to understand as you're watching it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this movie, you you have. I don't know. You at least get the feeling that you understand some things. I guess it not. I don't know. I may not be describing it the best way, but it just felt less challenging. Um, not that it's easier to understand, but just less convoluted, less like layered in in things than Synecdoche, New York. So you can kind of see what it what it's trying to depict mm. is a lot more clear. Um, I feel, or at least like you can uh, interpret things off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, exactly. Since it's just like, it starts off at least, you know, probably fairly realistic. I don't know about, you know, the time period or about like lighthouse. uh, Lighthouse era. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, uh, like if those positions were like, uh, how they actually were but it seems like you know real believable like of a job that's needs to get done or you know that you would need like at least a few people to run like a little station like that so it seems believable that you know they two characters would be interacting like that but then yeah very quickly it's you start to see some kind of unsettling yeah, <laughs> things but it's like yeah unravel characters you know may or may not be 
begin to lose their minds. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't know. Man. Man, there's just, there's a part, uh, I, yeah, I don't want to talk spoilers. So I, but I don't think, I think this is discreet enough, but there's a part where Willem Dafoe was talking to, to Robert Pattinson and he said, uh, like, why did you quit working as a lumberman? Did, uh, did people think you, like not trust your temper? Did they not trust your temper with an ax? He, he asked like those questions, which obviously like you can't even tell what, uh, with what he sort of like any of the things that might tie into later in the movie that <laughs> just this small, very small, like, you know, right. where he's asking these like about his temper and, and so on. And, uh, I mean, there's parts later in the movie where, uh, yeah. so, uh, yeah, it gets pretty it gets wild, I guess. Um, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, to say to say the least. But it's also, uh, it can be a hard to watch movie. But I don't think it's also, uh, oh gosh, through talking with some of my family members, I remember them talking about movie uh, The Revenant, which was oh, also yeah. good but they had trouble yeah. kind of making it through that movie because of some of the gore and some of the, mm-hmm. uh, like one of the, yeah. <laughs> the bear attack, especially like, I, I don't know. Man. Yeah. Bear attack's pretty how, brutal. How many times I could watch. One guy gets like his, his, his testicles chopped off or something. Oh, and, yeah. and there's a couple people that take like an arrow to the eye in like the first, the first Jeez. minute or something. And so it, oh, and yeah, that, that right. long battle sequence, it's so well shot. And, uh, but some people had trouble making it through that movie just because of the gore. And I mean, this movie has some sexual things and some mm. gore, but it's so small and it's so like, I guess, focused. I And it, it's just, it does what it's, how do I say, it, it plays its small specific role and then it's, that's all it's there for. And it's not gratuitous and it's not like, yeah, drawn out. Yeah, or like, it's not yeah, overused. Exactly. So everything about this movie is so well done, I think. And uh, uh, I, I mean, I've said every everything non-spoilery. I think I can. Other than, yeah, I do think it's pretty much a modern classic. I think this one's going to go down the road. You know, it's going to be talked about for. It's hard to tell because there's so many movies coming out, and it's kind of. I don't want to say it's easier to make good movies, but it there's so much resource now um and right. you know i i just think that uh every year there's almost like this amazing you know modern classic movie but i do think the lighthouse is gonna is gonna be uh you know referred to for a while yeah i mean it's, like it's just drive. I, me too yeah definitely i mean it's just the uniqueness of it and you know, everything from the style to the performances, it's all like just good. Yeah. It's like it's focused, um, you know, moderate length film. It's just like edge of your seat uh, suspense. But then it's, yeah, there's definitely some good laughs in there, of course, like when the characters are drinking and, you know, <laughs> things like that. But uh, yeah, it, so levity and stuff like that it kind of feels like it has it all in a way like comedy like love passion uh you know like anger betrayal hate you know like like some violence some 
some it has everything but it's not too long it's a it's it's a, it's a gem of a movie and so i mean i, I feel right. like i i know a lot of people have given it this but it really feels deserving of not not that i'm a huge scorer or anything but i i really do think this one gives an a plus or a 10 out of 10 or anything you know kind of along those lines and i think it's you know huge what would what like I guess we can do like the Roger Ebert thing or something <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know, two thumbs up or something. So I give it thumbs up. I yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it just taught me to, you know, if I ever come face to face with a seagull, just, you know, leave it, it alone. It, yeah. Get, give it what it wants and go about my business. That's it. After that, GTFO. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave the seagulls alone. Yeah, uh, no matter how annoying they are. Mine, mine. No, uh, sorry. Yeah, I right. That, but um, <laughs> no, crazy uh, did, would you? I don't know. Do you have any personal scoring system? You know, uh, if if don't feel like you have to give it some arbitrary number. Uh, you... Um, I mean, I I like the I like the idea of a letter grading. I guess. Uh, just like I guess, I like letter grading or something myself yeah. because I feel like it. What I examine is I try to see what the movie, you know, I guess what the movie was going for. What was the movie mm. trying to do? Two, like how much did I like it? And then three, did it like did it succeed? Whether regardless of whether I liked it, did it succeed at what it was trying to do? Um, I it, I don't know. And so there's some movies that I don't like, but I can feel like they're deserving of an A plus, but. No, yeah. just don't really jive with me um but right right yeah like one of them that i can you know admit is a well-made film being hereditary i just can't really you know <laughs> do much yeah like, you don't even want to like analyze it you just, just yeah. get it out of your mind <laughs> yeah basically yeah <laughs> like i i can you know appreciate what they did with the movie it's it is like a well-made movie but yeah that's like the the example I thought of where I can't really do. Yeah, you know. that was yeah that was those movies are hard to score too. Something like you know, like like Hostel or or something or even a so bad that they're a good movie because the entertainment value is so high, but the the is it actually good value is so low, and so True. you know the movies can be hard to can be weird to score, but I always like going for I don't know I guess I always like going for a letter grade to represent how much how well I think the movie did but I'll always disclose my feelings like you know I don't like this movie or it's you know it wasn't fun but uh no I think Lighthouse is is uh perfect I I don't think anything could be better about it and it's uh yeah I love it recommend it too yeah same. Everyone except yeah, for kids. Solid maybe. A. But oh yeah. Even yeah, then, they're... even then, there's way worse movies out there like PG-13 that have that show worse things. And right. Yeah, know. or that are just like the kids would just be like, "This is stupid" or something. <laughs> At least with you know this one, yeah, they they might be a little confused, possibly, but like they'd be like, "What's going on here?" Like I haven't seen anything like this. You know, even they probably. Would. I, yeah, be like this is interesting, or like what is going on, you know? So and they were just 
had their eyes glued to the screen like for, yeah like, it's a uh, it's not it's not for kids not <laughs> yeah it's yeah no no maybe like a teenager they're gonna see it someday but, yeah that's what i was thinking of i was thinking that there's almost like in um uh i i can't really think of any good examples right now but there's there's some movies where this isn't the best example but like what some of the old narnia movies where those oh, yeah. get have surprising well i put those on for my kind of kids before just thinking it was about the books and i kind of forgot that there was like wars and and they show like some of the animals getting like stabbed and stuff and they're like did the tiger die i'm like I mean that hey they had Bambi back in the day. Right, where, right, Bambi. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's like, I mean like, I put or, on the first tar the Tarzan, the animated Tarzan for mm-hmm. my oldest daughter with Lucy when she was young and and I forgot about it and I was just I, I was getting her like some food too and she started screaming and I forgot that in the first like five minutes the Jaguar tries to eat the baby. And it's like, holy shit, like, you know, it's, sorry, I'm yeah. it's, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy that there's a, a baby being, that's the threat in the movie, the conflict is there's a baby about to be eaten. And some things like even we watch right. Bugs Life, Hopper gets eaten alive. Oh, geez, spoilers for Bugs Life, Hopper gets eaten alive. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's crazy. And so they asked me like did you know did he get eaten what's that like did they eat his legs first like i don't i can't ask <laughs> yeah. <these> questions. <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's like biology lesson or something or whatever. right right and that's it's, right. so it i mean there's some i i don't know like i know the light i can there's obviously a level above the lighthouse and bug's life and i'm not mm. like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i just mean that exactly. there's what i was trying to say is that there's I don't know worse movies out there that uh that I don't know, maybe this is a just too weird of a topic but the lighthouse is a great movie and yeah I recommend everyone except for young kids so <laughs> yeah yeah same exactly right on yeah you... solid A score so booyah got it <laughs> yeah <done>. anyway <laughs> yeah uh, did uh did you have a pick or recommendation? for us to talk about for next week. Uh, right. Yeah. I was thinking about it here and, um, I think possibly just a movie that keep, I, that's like in the back of my mind, like yeah, almost every time that I think about like what to watch or the, I'm just gonna have to see this like Snowpiercer movie Let's or, do it. or whatever it's called. It's just Let's one that it's like every time I go to see it, it's like yeah, I'll, I'll watch that soon. And then I watch like a show or something else, and then it's like oh yeah, I gotta watch that next time. And then just never happened like in the last yeah. like two months. It's just one of those movies, yeah, where you probably had some that were like oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that soon, and then just never happens i've done that with pan's labyrinth several <laughs> times and it has gone off of netflix like five times and i think it's back on netflix now and so i should oh, yeah. watch it right. <laughs> but yeah. i'm also doing that i i've all listened to me i've already told you hey i think it's back on pan's labyrinth and i've told you that i haven't watched it so i've already done it again saying oh pan's labyrinth i gotta watch that soon 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so that's totally what I yeah, did with this movie. Even though I to be I guess I've only known about the movie's existence for like the past year, but still yes, still like that's still like a good chunk of time to yeah. Playing like movie tag with it or you know, phone tag or something. No, I'm glad you picked that one. That one's been on my watch list too, albeit not very not the you know, highest up there, but it's been on the mm-hmm. list and sort of climbing it because I've heard more and more good things about it. This is the director of Parasite, which I still haven't seen Parasite. Oh, right? yeah. But this is, this is his, one of his like American movies. And I've heard his, his Korean movies are better than the American movies, but I've heard his like, not that they're American ones are bad. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, he's from Korea anyway. So that sort of makes sense, but yeah. Uh, it, Snowpiercer, I'm excited to see it. I'm glad you picked that one. So we will uh, discuss Snowpiercer, which I don't know the year of Snowpiercer, and I'm seeing if I can find that information because there might be a 2013 uh, film by Bong Joon-ho is his name. Hmm. So uh, it's on available on Netflix, so uh, that's what me and Chet and Devin will be watching. If anyone wants to, you know, watch that. Uh, if not, we'll be seeing how good it is and, yeah, recommending it. Yeah, we'll be seeing Captain America, you know, in the yeah. snow. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Snow. And there's, I think there's... that's his name, or that's the actor, right? Yeah. Chris yeah. 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 Chris Evans, I think Tilda Swinton's in it. Maybe oh, not. Yeah. She's just in a lot of things. I think so. There's a lot of people. It's Snowpiercer, I know, kind of has a stacked cast where there's a, there's some lots of movies are nowadays, but that one has a few people. Yeah, Tilda Swinton, uh, Jamie Bell, John Hurt, uh, oh, yeah. some other people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not as stacked as I thought. We'll have to see. Um, oh. But no, that that's a good pick. So I'm glad you picked that one. So we'll watch that available on Netflix, and uh, we'll, we will have that posted by yeah next Wednesday. And uh, cool. So then the world will know by next Wednesday. Snowpiercer is worth it or not? Exactly. We'll know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep you know prevent you from wasting any you know any of your time. <laughs> save your yeah, save your life. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that I did. That's I think that's good. So that concludes episode two, which I think episode two has gone significantly better than episode one. Uh, but not to beat ourselves up. Um, I just like <laughs> our structure of this episode. So uh, yeah, that's good. Good job, Devin. Good job, teamwork. Uh, go, go teamwork. And uh, thanks everyone for listening and uh, for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you in the next episode. Awesome. All right. See you, Devin. See you. Oh, yeah.